You wouldn't believe how difficult it is for me to find mission statements that concisely articulate exactly why an organization exists and what they're trying to achieve. There's a lot of statements out there and a lot of them claim to be mission statements, but they leave me and I'm sure other stakeholders confused about what they are actually trying to achieve and why their organization exists and why I should care. It's such a big problem and I see so many uh, not so well written mission statements that I wanted to provide a few pointers that might help you develop a mission statement or refine the mission statement that you already have. Let's talk about it. Welcome to episode two of the Harvesting Results Show, where I help you serve others by providing resources, advice, tools, so that you can nurture your roots to be able to harvest the fruits of the dedication you have to your unique cause. I'm Rebecca Britt, I'm your host, and today we are talking about making a solid, powerful mission statement that will obviously articulate exactly what you're trying to achieve uh, and why you exist. So before we get into it, if you have not started your nonprofit yet, or if you've recently started your nonprofit, you may want to go on over to katulo.com startup. I have a free master's class on the top three mistakes nonprofit startups make. And this will help you avoid a bunch of headaches. So head on over there. I'll link it in the show notes or link it below, but it is katulo.com slash startup. Get your free course today. All right, so I wanna give you a few pointers on how you can develop a mission statement that is legit and says exactly what you are trying to achieve. So. My first point is try to be as specific as possible. Some of the worst mission statements, and as I'm talking about this, do not start feeling shame like, uh oh, that's exactly what ours is like and I guess we're doing bad. No, like, no. You are fine, you developed something, you got it out on a piece of paper, you needed to do that, you put it up on your website, whatever. Everything's iterative, especially in this process. Nonprofits evolve, so once you know better, you do better. So if you're learning things today that you're gonna to apply to your mission statement, great. You don't need to feel ashamed of how it started. In fact, you'll look back one day like, oh my gosh, this is what our mission statement was, and here it is today, we've really evolved. And trust me, I think I went through several mission statements before I really got clear. So. First point is try to be as specific as possible. There are a lot of nonprofits that say that they would like to improve the lives of people by offering a serene environment or something that's like, it's just too lofty. It's too, for who? Why? What reason? Like, okay, you, you say that you're offering, you know, a service to everyone, I don't know if I care about everyone. So it doesn't really articulate what you're trying to, to achieve. It's kind of just saying what you're doing, that you're offering this nice thing to a whole bunch of people, but it doesn't break my heart. It doesn't get me excited about your cause. It doesn't get me to open my wallet 
um, and give to it and support you. So, you know, I see this a lot of times with people that start nonprofits like on their property, they have like a nice nature trail or maybe they have horses and they want to offer animal therapy and they're like, this can just be a place where any person that feels like it can come on and can get their needs met and whatever. But it's like, what needs? And, and this will end up causing you a whole bunch of headaches because at some point you're going to need to be like, okay, we need to define who we're serving and it can't just be everyone for a lot of reasons. Like people are going to want to know who can come. And if it's everybody, like, are you uniquely positioned to serve everybody? So you need to be able to articulate, you know, what you do and why you do it. And when it's for everybody, that's very hard to do. So get as specific as possible. Think about exactly what you're trying to achieve. Who, who are you trying to achieve it for? Is it women? Is it uh, people in a specific county? Is it black women entrepreneurs? That's really specific, right? So just get really pared down to exactly who you serve. Not only will this help you articulate who you serve, it will help you build a criteria for who you don't serve. And you are not doing any favors for the people you really care about that your mission is for by allowing other people in. You know, if this is a mission that is around addicts, when you start letting other people in that have kind of been affected by addiction, but they've never really had an addiction, it starts making the people that you serve feel like maybe this isn't for them or they don't really belong there anymore because you're letting so many people in. Your, your mission is creeping a little bit. And then you don't have this rock solid community that feels like they belong because, well, you've just let everybody else in because you wanted to serve everyone. So really you're doing a service for those who you say you serve by getting super specific. It might be an age thing. Don't just say you serve kids or you serve youth. What ages? Is it, you know, three to six? Is it six to 15? Um, if you serve kids, is it, do, are they done getting services at 18? Now you don't need to have the exact age range in your mission statement. In fact, I, I don't think that's necessary. I don't think you should. Um, you might say something like youth, but the next question that's going to come is like, can my kid come in the program? And you may want to have some, you know, standards around what age brackets you are uniquely positioned to serve. So get super specific with the who that will help you in your development of your mission statement. Now, second point, what are you trying to achieve? This is like, obviously it sounds like a no brainer, but a lot of people do not have what they're trying to achieve. They actually have like providing something, offering something, but what, what does that mean? Like, what does that get me? So with my program, which was for foster kids, I could have said offering mentorship and equine assisted services to children in foster care. Could have been my mission. It might've been my mission at one point. Offering mentorship to kids. Why does anybody care? What does mentorship get them? What does equine assist? Like, I don't care about horses. What does that get these kids? And it's your duty to articulate 
why those things that you're doing actually matter. So that's why I changed my mission statement or our mission statement says developing life skills in foster adopted youth for healthy transitions into adulthood. It doesn't say anything about mentorship. It doesn't say anything about equine assisted services. So figure out what you are trying to achieve. So rather than uh, offering clothes to homeless people in this county, think about, okay, offering clothes, like does that matter? Do they want clothes? Do, uh, you know, what kind of clothes are you giving them? How often? I don't know if I want to give money to this organization. But if you tell me what those clothes get those people, restoring dignity in the homeless population, then I'm like, oh, okay, I can get on board with that. You're restoring dignity. Now, one of the ways that you might do that is by your main program might be delivering clothes. But restoring dignity is really what you're trying to achieve. So think about what you're trying to achieve. And what's beautiful about that is it's measurable. So of course you can say delivering clothes and you can say how many pieces of clothing that you've delivered to the homeless population. But again, if you, even if you've clothed 1000 people, I don't know what that means. Did you put one dirty sock on a thousand people? It's not that impactful. And if you didn't just put one dirty sock on a thousand people, maybe you gave like really good clothes to a thousand people. But I don't know that by you just saying you gave a thousand clothes to people. But if you figure out a way in which, which, you know, you can do this through like a pre and post test, or you can do this through some evaluation survey. If you figure out how many people because of your services had their dignity restored, they felt like, uh, you know, they could present themselves in the world in a way that they didn't feel um, homeless or judged because they had new clothes, then you can say, you know, 98% of the people that we serve claim that we helped restore their dignity. You know, offering dignity to people on hard times, whatever that is, but it, it makes for such a meaningful impact and now I'm like okay cool like I will so give to the cause where you're restoring dignity so think about what you're doing what are you trying to achieve and then you get to build evaluative measures which I'm sure I will talk about that all over this channel um, around measuring that and having it be meaningful because again number of services if I said number of foster kids served that's great, but like, what if the kids hate going to the barn and they hate their mentor and they're forced to go? Number doesn't really matter. If I can show that they are developing life skills in six core life skill areas in that they you know, report significant improvement over the 10 months that they're with us, people wanna give to that, okay? So make sure you are saying what you're actually trying to achieve. The third point is to stay away from including your strategies. So a lot of people write, they might write a good little mission statement at the top, but then they add the words by or through. So this would be like if I said, restoring dignity for homeless by giving them clothes. 
developing life skills in foster adopted kids by utilizing community mentorship and equine assisted learning. Scrap that. Don't do the, the by or the through because you're listing your strategies at this point. Now you're saying how you are doing the thing. Now you're saying how you're accomplishing your mission and you're pigeonholing yourself into one or two vehicles of delivering your mission, which sucks when something else comes online, some new evidence comes, uh, a new program model, something that would be great for your population and now you have to change your mission to adopt that? What if you find over several years of running your program that like offering clothes to homeless doesn't help if they don't feel um, like they wanna put those clothes on because they haven't showered or gotten a haircut or something? So now you're like, we need to offer, you know, a place for people to clean up and for them to get their hair cut and then we give them clothes. So it ends up being comprehensive services of restoring dignity. Well, if you have the mission statement that says restore dignity, then you can do all those things. And then you can show metrics on how, all, how much, how well and um, how people are better off from doing all of those things. But if you have that by offering clothes, then you know you just kind of get to highlight that you do these other things, but it doesn't really show the entirety of what you're doing. So you want to not list strategies as much as possible because those strategies are really just vehicles for you getting your mission done. So for me, developing life skills for foster kids for healthy transitions into adulthood so that might be through mentorship and equine assisted learning. But if I find, which I actually found this out, that it was not the equine assisted learning as much as I love horses, it wasn't that portion of the program that was the magic, it was the mentorship. So I can actually offer this program model to people who don't have horses, which is a blessing because horses are expensive and there's a lot of inner city, city urban settings that could use this mentorship model that will never be able to have horses and are not interested in doing equine assisted learning. So now I don't need to change my mission. I get to just take the horses out of it, deliver the mentorship model to these other settings. And I'm still developing life skills in foster youth through, um, excuse me, developing life skills in foster youth for healthy transitions into adulthood. Nothing had to change in my mission. I just found a new way, a different way to do it. So I'm not locked into equine assisted learning. I'm not even locked into mentorship. If I wanted to do something else that has nothing to do with mentorship and has nothing to do with equine assisted learning, but it develops life skills and foster youth for healthy transitions into adulthood, then I can do that because that was my mission. So do not pigeonhole yourself by including your strategies in your mission. And typically strategies come out after the word by or through. So see if your mission has the words by or through in it. Sometimes mission statements have the strategies right up front, providing mentorship for da 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 da. So take that out. What are you really doing? What are you trying to achieve? So let's recap, get really specific. Make sure that you know who you're serving, why you're serving them, very specifically, who are you not serving? Ask yourself that. Write it down so that you have a very clear population that you're serving. 
Then make sure that your mission statement says what you're trying to achieve. So not the service you're offering, but what are you trying to achieve? Restore dignity, developing life skills. What is the result that you're trying to get? And then make sure that you leave out your strategies because you don't want to lock yourself in to doing something one way when you may be able to help your population more by expanding your strategies. Strategies can always be in flux. You always want to make, you know, pivot on what works best for your population as you learn, but your mission can stay the same. I hope that this was helpful and gave you a few nuggets of how to refine your mission or build it if you haven't already built your mission. If you are new to nonprofits or you're just thinking about serving a population, remember to go grab your free masterclass of the top three mistakes nonprofit startups make. That is at katulo.com slash startup. Leave a comment of anything that was helpful. I would love to hear your old mission and your new mission. I would love to just see your mission. Maybe you have a stellar one. I would even more love you to share one that you say, you know what, I think this could use tweaking because I don't want anyone to feel like they need to present themselves as all buttoned up. And trust me, I will do an episode on that. We all need to be vulnerable. We all need to look at exactly where we're at and we need to be able to make iterations and refinements as necessary. If you feel like this would be helpful for your board to listen to or any other nonprofit executive, please share it. I hope that was helpful and I would love to hear your mission, your unique cause and see what you're working for in the comments. All right guys, see you next time. Yeah.